Yeah, David? Do you want to go back? Back where? Back to the best. Back to the best? Back, back to, to the, the best. best. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Back to the Best. I'm David. And I'm Grace, and this is our podcast where we talk about all the best things from the 90s to the 2000s, which is also known as the best times. To all our first-time listeners, welcome, and to all our former besties returning. Welcome back. And David, I apologize for the state of my hair. Never (laughs) apologize for the state of your hair. You guys, when we hopped on Zoom to start, I was not there. We had a, a just a gray screen. We had a we had a gray screen. I logged out. I came back in. We had a gray screen, and now my video is working. And I got a glimpse as to what my hair looked like. <laughs> so I'm fixing my hair. It looks great. Thank you. I did wash it yesterday, so like oh, that's it could, nice. It could look worse, you know, as far as hair goes. What's your wash schedule? Tuesday, Friday. <laughs> yes, sir. Tuesday, Fridays, <laughs> I wash my hair. <laughs> Listen, I always have to do a quick disclaimer. I shower every day. I'm not disgusting. I wash my body every day, but my hair. Tuesday, you know what? If you need me in the morning or in the evening on Tuesday and Friday, I'll just be in the shower a little bit longer. You know, like I'll Mm -hmm. still be around. I'll still be available, but you just, you got to give me a little bit longer Mm -hmm. in the shower. (laughs) Like, you know, you just have a hair wash day. Look at all this hair. It's like a a lot of hair. It looks really nice. It looks very, very soft right now. Thank you. I really, it is actually very soft. I have, you could be in, um, what was the hair brand? Like, I guess like every shampoo commercial where they're like the slow motion. I know. I feel like it's like Pantene had classic ones. L'Oreal had classic ones. Even though I don't use any of those shampoos, Garnier, Garnier has some good ones. Oh, and if you could smell it, it smells nice too. <laughs> we really dressed up for the occasion. Oh my God. Look at my uh, new light bulbs. <laughs> wait, let's see them. They're the Philips Hue. So, like, I can make it like Miami in here. <gasps> okay. For those, this is obviously an audio podcast here. So, for people that are not seeing it, David's room is currently purple. This is concentrate. <gasps> concentrate. That's kind of just like a, it looks like, you know how you can get warm lights or cool lights. It looks like a cool light. But say like, I'm feeling like I should go to Honolulu. <gasps> oh, we love Honolulu. Oh my God. I'm going to say Honolulu and Honolulu the rest of the. Is this one called Honolulu? Mm-hmm. I love that. It's like, a, it's an orangey peachy yellow. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Anyway, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm now going to drive past your place every single night to see what color's coming through your window. If this is anybody's first time listening, we don't normally start off by talking about lights and hair, but today we do. Today is we're feeling lights and hair, you know, um, but I'm doing to an end. (laughs) Guys, summer is coming to an end. It is mid to late August. Kids are already back in school, which is nuts. I I never, school didn't start until September for us. I don't ever have a memory of going back earlier than that. Pretty sure if I remember right, we would always go back at the end of August. Man, I think it was, I remember it changed though, or the, at least the last day of school would, would change sometimes because my birthday is the 8th of June and it was either like, am I going to be in school on my birthday or not? And like oh, one see, year I was. We, we were always out by the end of May. Yeah, it's so interesting. I never knew that everyone did it differently. Mm-hmm. 
because we were always like a September to maybe like June 1st or okay. June 2nd. That okay. was usually what we did. Oh, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I had a dream last night oh. that I was dating Sean White, like snowboarder. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. The hair made me think of Sean White because he used to have like really luscious hair. Um, and when I woke up this morning, I was like, I want to share this on the podcast because have you ever had a dream about somebody, especially like a celebrity that you don't know? And then you wake up and you're just really convinced that you should know them. I, like I don't the think dream I, is very I'm realistic. Have, I, I don't know if I have. I have no idea why either. I, I did not go on his Instagram. I have no idea why. Love Sean White, love him and Nina in the dream. I remember thinking, I've got to ask him if he's still with Nina because this isn't okay. I did not think about Tim at all. Tim was just like, whatever. Well, bye. No, bye. Listen to Sean White. He won a gold medal. <laughs> Maybe he won like five gold medals. I can't or something. believe you're dating in the, in an Olympia. <laughs> I woke up and was actually upset that it wasn't real because it was so vivid and realistic. Sorry, and I was like, oh, God. Not even as much about the dating part, but just the friendship sure. that I had with an Olympian. Maybe he's listening now and he'll be like, oh, oh my God, I'll Sean. reach out. Sean, Sean. She'll, she'll be single for you if you need. Sean, I will be single for you. Absolutely. He was on Armchair Experts recently, but I listened to that like last week. So I don't know what the dream was about, mm. but it was lovely. Um, you know, we just he was we were at some like award show, but I was his date. Aspies. Um, Probably I, they didn't have a name in the dream, but let's go with that. Um, but yeah, I really was, I was, it took a minute for me to be like, that was a dream. This is real life. You do not know Sean White at all, but I wish I did. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Thank you. I will not Sean. <laughs> let's go on his Instagram. Does Sean, he have a contact? <laughs> Sean, here's Grace's number. 818. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Maybe what if we'll that's how we started messaging people to come on the podcast being like, Hey, so we just had a dream about you the other night and thought it would be really fun if you came on. Oh my God. Maybe. It, I mean, this one would not be a lie. No, I, we but got we, along great in the dream. We really did. Then maybe let's just leave it where it was happy. What mm -hmm. if it doesn't go so well in, in the real world? You're so right. You're so right. I'm going to live in that dream. I've been thinking about it all day. I've probably got to let it go soon. Um, but other than that, I've had a good week. I, what happened this week? We, we've been watching, is it Loot, right? With Maya Rudolph. Oh my God, I love it. Yeah. So good. And we thought that the show, we thought it only had like eight episodes and that it was over, but there was more. And it's renewed. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh -huh. did, you, did you watch all of it yet? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, I watched it I all. loved it. I just love that guy. I hope that like her and, but then the ending, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I felt like that was set up perfectly where if they got canceled, they would have just cut off the last minute. Probably. I have to imagine in a first season of anything, the creators are already thinking about that. Mm -hmm. You know, is it going to go well or is it not? But, oh God, I absolutely love that show. Um, we've been watching, of course, oh, Big Brother's on tonight. So we'll have up. more we're caught up. What, what what happened last? Oh, did they own? They've only had the nominations, right? Or did someone go home? They had the nomination on Taylor's HOH. Oh, gosh, that's right. Okay. Taylor's HOH. I felt a little bit sorry for her 
when they were all in the HOH room because it seemed like Turner and Kyle and and like I it felt like the guys were trying to run her HOH for her. But mm-hmm. I also think she did not think her think it through before yeah. she was sharing with them what she was going to do. Mm-hmm. That was my thought. Um, you don't watch you don't keep up on like Twitter with like what's happening on the live feeds, right? I don't just because I I still have my Twitter. I just don't have the app and I for no reason at all. But because of that, I'm not always looking at it, but I'd love to know anything that's happening. Uh, Kyle and Alyssa <gasps> did it on a pool floaty in the have not room. Are you kidding? It so wasn't that's all on it camera. Wasn't, it wasn't shown. How people found out was in the bathroom. Alyssa went up to Turner and told him that it happened. Okay, so how is it not shown? How does that work? Because from what I've read on like the like the Big Brother subreddit and different tweets, there's like someone who controls what cameras are showing because there's only four cameras at a time showing live feeds, and there's like over thirty cameras in the house. So they that just probably sense. saw that what was about to happen and just moved it to another camera. I mean, if you if someone happened to be changing, they have to make sure to move it too. So mm-hmm. that would make sense. There's someone watching. Wait, wow. I mean, you know what? They're all stuck in this dang house for months. Things happen. Sometimes you just need that companionship, just like me and Sean. You know, sometimes you just need that. I'm glad that this circle fits. It's full Sean. circle. Sean White. Me and Sean White. Should we change change the topic of this episode and just do it on good old Sean? I mean, did he win Olympians and Olympians? Did he probably Olympic did. medals in the '90s, <laughs> guys. We might talk about Sean White. You'll see it in the title, and you'll you'll already know it if we do. Um, wow, that's really crazy, though. Mm-hmm. But now everyone's like saying now, like Kyle's kind of thrown away his game because he's going to be the first person out of the leftovers that they're going to go after because they know that he has this person. He's in a showman's now. I know. Oh, Oh, and his his mom and just I I don't I don't think she said anything. I always think like, what does Kyle's mom think? I know. I that's what I think about. Thank God it wasn't shown on camera, but the parents at home. That 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 would be in my head the whole time. I'd be like, "Dad, I'm being careful." I mean, I'm married, but what if the, what if I was on with Sean White? What if you Sean White? What, what a celebrity Big Brother? <laughs> me, not a celebrity. Sean White, um, and then me and all the celebrities. I'm sorry, are you saying that a host of Back, <laughs> Back to, the to the Best podcast does not automatically <laughs> not... qualify you for Celebrity Big Brother? Are you saying David and I are are not considered for the celebrity season of Big Brother because we are? I'm sorry. I'm calling <laughs> Julie. Is this is this the Big Brother? <laughs> is this you, Big Brother? Is this you? Brother, I, how do we apply? Uh, We're in. That Great. was easy. <laughs> I only go if Sean's going though. You get there the first day and self evict. Because <laughs> <laughs> I find out the he's most not there. Contestant. Oh my god! I would never. Um, oh. Wow, that's that's really crazy news. Um, <laughs> I did not know that that happened. I can't wait to tell Tim. Um, who I can't even remember. Who did she put on the block again? She put on Indy Terrence and, and, Indy. and Terrence. I love Terrence. And Terrence is probably going to go next. She's been so mean to Jasmine, though. I could get it. I know. I Not get Jasmine. Um, Taylor. Oh, I'm sorry. I like knew what you meant. <laughs> but I knew it, but you didn't say her name. But I knew what you no, meant. No, Jasmine is just, I can't, I just love to hate Jasmine. She's really just she's just the gift that keeps on giving. I can't with the foot. I just I, can't. 
I love that the edit is also because uh, I'm sorry. She and sorry, I know that we talk a lot about Big Brother, but we're giving ourselves a few minutes to talk about it and then we'll move on. OK, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she couldn't. She's acting like she if she, if, it, if her foot gets touched, like it's <laughs> awful. Yet then she can play on the wall comp where she has to fall off like several feet. Yeah. And nothing happened. Mm-mm. She was fine. So, yeah, we're definitely over the foot. Um, the muffin thing. Thank God they haven't shown that. I've also seen on the on the live feeds that she's been just insane about it being her birthday this week, like wanting people to do things for her. And I can't I really hope that they put that in the episode. Oh, my God. I mean, it's not their fault if they don't know it's her birthday. They all just met on this show. No, she's telling them all it's her birthday, like asking them to write her birthday cards. Okay, she drives me nuts. <laughs> she drives me absolutely nuts. I, okay. I, you know what? <laughs> she Hopefully she just, hopefully they just don't air that. We just, we're done with it. They're all, they're all in jury now. Anyway, moving on. Um, I started to read or not read. I started to listen <laughs> to <laughs> uh, Jeanette McCurdy's book. Oh my God. I saw her on was it Good Morning America? She did a few inter- interviews about it. And what do you think of it so far? Is it really intense? So far, we're so the opening scene is intense because she or opening like chapter because she talks about basically her mom's deathbed. But now it's just re- where I'm at right now. She's just basically talking about how her mom like made her get into acting and like all her auditions. Mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to iCarly yet. I can't wait to get to that part because apparently she just goes after them. Oh my gosh. They, the interviewers kept asking her about that. And I thought it was smart that she did this. She was like, I wrote about it in the book. So please read the book to find out. Like she wasn't really spilling anything. Yeah. Um, did you say it was audiobook or you have the actual book? I did the audiobook, which I've heard that like the actual print book, like sold out on Amazon. Like you can't even wow. get it right now. Is is it her? Does she do her own audio? She does her own. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I know. Oh, maybe I would do the audiobook. Cause I'm, I'm very curious to hear what, what went on, like you said, around iCarly and cause I feel like she's getting a lot of support, which is great. And well, the fact that she was offered, I think it was like a $300,000 agreement for her not to talk about her time on our iCarly publicly. Yeah. Obviously, if you're going to offer someone that much money to not talk about it, you clearly know you messed up. Yeah. And she didn't take it. She's so gonna, she's going to so talk about it. Take it. I know she like made a comment. She was like, at the time, I really did think that's a lot of money that could like help put a family member through college. But she was like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not taking. Oh, that. and she's probably making so much more money from this book than that. Yeah. Gosh, I can't wait to hear what you think. I, I, for, I really want to either read it or listen to it because I'm very curious about yeah. what happened. She seems like she's in a much better place now, though. She seems very happy. I saw some videos of her like doing her like. Um, book signing at the Grove. Yeah, I want very happy. I, I wonder if she would ever get back into acting now that she's kind of left. And I'm curious. Maybe she says it at the end. I don't story. know. Oh, we'll have to wait and see. We'll report um, back. Then there's someone who announced he's possibly done acting. Steve Martin. Steven. Steven, <laughs> what is going on? The legend that is Steve Martin. It came out this week that he he's currently on Only Murders in the Building, of course. And he said that after that, he's just not really going to seek anything else out. 
So, I mean, they haven't announced, right, if Only Murders is ending after this season. Because there's only one more episode so. left. But maybe it'll get another oh. season and then we'll get some more. Are you caught up know. on it? Yeah. The last episode was, the ending was like, we we watched the last couple minutes again because we like couldn't follow it. Uh-huh. Oh my God. It was but really it's... good though. Yeah. I loved the blackout episode too. That was fun. before it. Oh, it's just such a good show. I love it. I hope that it goes on forever and ever and ever. I can't wait for next week for the finale. I know. It has to come back for another season. It, it just has to. It should. I know. Um, is there any other news? Anything else going on? Um, Demi Lovato is back on tour, I saw. And she just mm-hmm. released, I think actually this morning, released a song called 29 that is about her and Wilmer's relationship. <gasps> Where basically, like, it's called, like, she talks about how she was 17 and he was 29 whenever they started dating. Wow, that was the age gap? hmm Holy cow. I didn't realize that because, I mean, 29's not old, but he looks, he has such a youthful look to him that I don't think I realized that. Um, well, didn't she, she really loved him. Like, I think in the documentary, she really made it seem that she wanted to still be with him. So I wonder. Yeah, that first documentary, especially. Yeah. So I wonder if she's sharing negative experiences. I'm guessing it's not. It doesn't sound great for him. Yeah, that's what I'm the. So he was he was much older, which Mm -hmm. means just like he's just in a different place in life which now people keep finding out like finding like old interviews like he dated like Lindsay lohan when she was super young he dated mandy moore when she was super young what's going on i don't know and that 90s show is about to come out we can't we we can't no (laughs) this is not good press this is not good um demi's going on tour though yeah she just opened up at the the illinois state fair I still love her, but I used to love Demi Lovato. I know. I used to love her so much. Now it's just kind of. Well, her music has changed. She was talking about it. It's more rock and Mm -hmm. less pop. And we tend to be more pop gals, you know? We hope that her new tour is amazing. Um, It's, we can't say the name of it. It's a swear word. Isn't it called? It's holy (laughs) F-V-C-K. F-V. Well, Jimmy Fallon had just said, like, holy F. That's oh, that's a good call it. Yeah, that's nice. Holy F. Holy F, Demi. Holy F, Demi. Um, I guess the last thing that we, ha- you and I have not talked about it, but they came out with new, the new Disney annual passes. And just because we always talk about Disney here, what are your thoughts on them? I think that it's insane that they are charging like $1,600 for the top pass and still having blackout dates. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, I think that if it was available for new people, I would probably do the enchant key because that's why I was waiting. I didn't do the three day pass. Cause I was hoping that they would do it, but it's only for people to renew. So I feel like it's going to be sold out again by the time new people can buy. So now we're not going to be able to get it anyway. I know. I, I, If I had any sort of platform, I think I would try to reach them and just say, like, this is not what we were asking for. Like, Mm. this is not what people were wanted at Mm -hmm. all. They just a lot of I saw some comments because there was someone who I think like had a lawsuit over blackout dates with Disney. And it's like now that's possibly why it, it they look the way that they do now. But 
yeah, they're, they're pretty, uh, not great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, yeah, just like you said, it's like, okay. So if it's only for people to renew, what about the people that were just original pass holders that were waiting for you to get your crap together and you never, yeah. So guys, maybe one day we'll be back at Disney. Because if if for whatever reason they don't sell out, like I would actually consider doing like the Enchant one just because it's after summer and there's not that many blackout dates until next summer. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to get that chance. I know. It's tough. Well, should we we lift our spirits (laughs) with some birthdays? (laughs) Should we just lift our spirits because we don't need it? Mm. Starting off the list is Miss Mila kunis speaking, speaking of that, of that 70s, 70s show, show yeah there she is um it still forever blows my mind that she was like what was she like 16 i think i don't think she was even 16 i remember she lied about her age at her yeah. audition or to be able to get the audition and i i love that it worked out for her uh-huh like it worked out met, extremely well and then she met ashton that's the universe wa- needed her to be there mm-hmm. because it was the love of her life of her life beautiful Next on the list, as someone else we already mentioned, Steve Martin celebrated his birthday this week. Fingers crossed. We yeah, Steve, that was not the birthday. And now, like, don't don't have that clash with your birthday. Okay, mm-hmm. we want to celebrate you, but we also need you to continue acting. So, mm-hmm. you could do that for us. That'd be great, Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Um, next, Miss Jennifer Lawrence. Ah, oh, Jay Lau. <laughs> I saw because Ellen's show is obviously over, but they still do things on their YouTube channel. And they did like a best of Jennifer Lawrence, which was fun. And she genuinely seems like a very cool person. I loved whenever she was the guest host on um, Jimmy Kimmel and interviewed Kim Kardashian. Oh, my God. That was iconic. She Uh, did a really great job. I would love a Jennifer Lawrence talk show. Same. She will produce it. Great. Next on the list. One of three brothers that we love, Joe Jonas. Oh, I did see it was his birthday. Joe, happy birthday, Joe. Joseph, Joseph Jonas. Do, do him and Sophie have one child or two? Just one. Just one. Why did I think she was pregnant with Maybe another? they have two. I don't know. You know what? If she is pregnant, then we're Congrats. right. But if she's not, <laughs> then maybe we're manifesting it. That's true. Um, Next on the list. An actual Brit, Ivana Lynch, Luna Lovegood. Uh, I love Luna Lovegood. I love her. I think it's always, David and I are terrible at picking favorites anyway, but especially Harry Potter characters, that is hard. But I often think she's my favorite female character. It's tough to be Hermione. I know. And like, yeah, they're my top two then. There's no doubt. I love Luna. I love everything about her. Mm-hmm. Her like personality that she has, her just her quirky traits. Love her. Happy birthday, Happy Harry. Birthday. And last but not least, a very funny guy, Steve Carell. Do you watch the morning show? Yeah, love it. We need the next season. We need it, need it, need it, need it, need it. Reese posted that they started filming today. 
Thank God. Ugh. Thank God. But we won't say anything for spoilers, but. No, but it's a great show is all that we will say. Yeah. It's such a great show. And if you don't know, Steve Carell is in it. That's yeah, why that's why. That's why we're connection. <laughs> <laughs> Well, happy birthday, everyone. We send our love and we love you. You. (laughs) (laughs) And another thing we love is the movie Father of the Bride. Guys. And Sean White. And Sean White. Okay, we're going to combo here. Sean White and Father of the Bride that have nothing to do with one another. Um, Father of the Bride is one of the best movies it is an oldie, but goldie. There are two of them, and they actually just made a, it, it's not a third because it was a reboot. Okay, we talked about this. We Revival? Talk. Revivals with the same cast, reboot, mm-hmm. new cast. Got it. So it is a reboot. Mm-hmm. Um, but On Chloe HBO from Max. SNL is in it. I love her. Um, yeah, I haven't watched the reboot yet. I won't I lie. Either. But I have seen Father of the Bride a handful like a million times and father the bride part two i have them both in my entertainment stand here and if we wouldn't get in trouble we would just play the movie and come leave our comments throughout it but that'd be a very 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 (laughs) Very long long, very long and boring podcast but we're not opposed no Um, we are not opposed obviously stars steve martin diane keaton martin short i love that martin short and Steve steve martin just still they go way back I talked about this in a previous episode, but my husband and I saw them at the Hollywood Bowl and they had like a reel before they came out of some of their best clips and they have done so much stuff together. Uh, that's just like us. Just like us. We got to put our reel together soon. Um, Kimberly Williams Paisley, of course, uh, when it, before she was a Paisley. I know. She was just Kimberly Williams at the time. Mm-hmm. I think, Ooh, by, just I think the by, the, by the second one, I think it, she might have been a Paisley. I think you're right. Well, because the, the original Father of the Bride was released on December 20th, 1991. Mm-hmm. So, and yes, she's only, she's credited as Kimberly Williams here. So she uh, she was not married yet, but Brad was waiting for her. Brad was waiting. <laughs> and what a great, what are the best celebrity couples, couples <laughs> in my opinion? Yeah, they're a good one. I feel like they're low key. They stay under the radar, but... Mm-hmm. They just seem happy and, and, you know, in love. So this is a remake. Mm-hmm. So the new one's a remake of a remake. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's like a yes. star born. I know. My head is spinning all, already. But we, we are referring to the Steve Martin, Martin Short, Diane, Diane Keaton version of Father of the Bride. Where Steve Martin plays, I can't even say his name without thinking of the accent. <laughs> he plays His character's name is George Banks. But Martin Short plays the wedding planner in the movie, and he has a very specific accent, and he pronounces his name, his last name is Bonks. He <laughs> says George Bonks. So at this point, it's just hard to, to say George Banks. Um, but George Banks, he's the owner of a successful athletic shoe company called Sidekicks. It takes place in California. Oh, really quick. If you go to our YouTube channel, it's still out there youtube.com slash back to the best we've gone to the father of the bride house multiple yes, times in Pasadena. Maybe we'll, yeah we can maybe repost a picture this week after this one goes up but you can go to the iconic house it's beautiful it is it's gorgeous stunning oh my god absolutely gorgeous we are moving um, in next week oh my god we're going right in 
you know what? I don't I don't feel like movies do this as much now, mm-hmm. but like Steve Martin's character narrates the movie as well. Oh, that's true. I kind of love that because obviously he's the father of the bride and it's like his his thoughts throughout the whole movie. Um, so he narrates what he had to go through through um for his daughter's wedding and his daughter played by Kimberly Williams Paisley. She's a 22-year-old girl named Annie. She freshly graduates from college and returns home from Europe. Now she comes home engaged. What? 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 And to someone who her parents have never met, Brian McKenzie. Gasp. She gets engaged to someone named Brian McKenzie. They have no idea who he is at all. And they've only known each other for three months. So this is a quick engagement mm-hmm. um it's very very shocking to her parents and they end up meet, meeting brian and realizing like it's happening and despite brian's good financial status george takes the immediate dislike to him of course it's kind of like the stereotypical like the dad doesn't like the guy who yeah. his daughter is married it's very like 90s that way um but nina who is diane keaton accepts him but throughout the whole movie, George, Steve Martin's character just has trouble letting his daughter go. Like mm-hmm. it's his, he, they do have a son in the movie too, who's younger, but. Karen Culkin, right? Yeah. It's one of the Culkins, which is crazy and still blows my mind. Um, but yeah, so you see that relationship a lot throughout it and just kind of, it, there's a lot of comedy, but there's also a lot of sweet moments of him reflecting on the fact that his, his daughter is getting married, sending her off into the world. And. Okay, like this is such an iconic Steve Martin movie. And part of that has to be because he signed on to do this movie before there was even a script. So Nancy Myers said it's a gift because you know you're writing for Steve Martin. So you know you can be funny and you can be loose and you can do all these twists and turns in the scene. And so he agreed to do it before he even got to read it. He just knew it was. I mean, also, Nancy Myers is incredible. You guys, oh, she, did, she did the she parent did track. Everything that we love. Okay, so she's just done a lot of great movies. So I hopefully that helped him out as well. We're just going to also make sure to give Nancy a little shout out because her movies are incredible. There's an Instagram page, and I think it's called Nancy Myers Interiors. And it's an entire Instagram page dedicated to like screen grabs from movies that she's done because her movies are so warm Uh and like inviting and the sets are always just stunning. Oh, that's fun. Isn't it fun? I know. I definitely follow it. Um, Two people who almost didn't make it in the movie. One, Diane Keaton. Two, Kimberly Williams Paisley. We say this all the time. You can't picture it now without them. No, so Diane Keaton said that Disney almost didn't want to cast her because her movie right before this, I guess, just flopped. It was a big failure. (laughs) She said Disney didn't want anything with me around the time that they were casting for the first Father of the Bride movie. And this was all because her previous film, The Good Mother, had been a big failure. Yikes. She said she had to beg for Father of the Bride. And then Kimberly Williams Paisley auditioned and didn't get the role at first. Yikes. Does it say who got it? Let's see. It says Williams Paisley started out as a virtually unknown actress. Hence, she was not at the top of the casting director's mind when they were looking for the right woman to play Steve Martin's engaged daughter. And after the actress traveled to L.A. to audition, she was told she didn't get the part. While talking to Nashville Arts, though, Williams Paisley revealed that she was asked to return for a screen test. And soon after, then she got the part. 
Reports also indicate that actress Phoebe Cates was the original choice for the role, Mm. but then she was unavailable and that's why they brought her back. Wow. I'm so glad they did. She's so perfect in that role. She really, really is. Um, Now we've talked about the house that we have been to. And David, I think we have a bit of a missed opportunity on our hands. A lot of, a lot of people get engaged at that house. And you didn't even propose. I know. I blame myself. I blame you. (laughs) (laughs) The house from father of the bride. It's, it's, it's iconic. There's a lot of exterior shots. If you watch the movie and like David and I said, it's in Pasadena. People go there and they get engaged. And David and I have been there multiple times and neither of us popped the question. It just didn't feel right, I guess. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Now that we know, maybe next time. We, we always go when the feeling is right. Mm-hmm. Oh, there has actually been a real wedding on the site. So sorry, we're jumping ahead a little bit in case you haven't seen it. His daughter gets married there. So that's where the wedding happens. So um, Martin Short's character plays Frank the wedding planner and that's where they plan the wedding. So, but apparently in real life, there has been a couple that got married at the house themselves with the ceremony in the front yard and the reception in the backyard and 200 of their closest friends and family showed up. Um, So you, I don't know. I, there's no way you can like rent the house out, but I'm no. just saying when we get engaged, if we want to do it there, we can. There. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted, just wanted you to know that. No. Yeah. And we'll, we'll film it and it'll, we'll make a father of the bride back to it'll the best be edition. Perfect. <laughs> did you watch the, uh, the COVID reunion that they did? Oh yes, I did. That was fun. That was great. I mean, it's a great group of people. You can't really go wrong. Steve Martin was, quoted saying that he felt everyone in the movie kind of played a version of themselves, which is interesting for Martin Short because his character is so eccentric. But um, he had said in an interview that including himself and of course, like Diane Keaton, that they are really playing themselves with their character based heavily on their own personalities. So he was saying in real life, Diane Keaton is very much like the character she plays, her personality is like Quicksilver and she talks like that when you first meet her. She's re- she really is lightning and erratic. Honestly, if you've ever seen her on Ellen, she really does seem that way. Oh, even more she, like daddy. I just remember the couple times that I was working the audience at Ellen and she was on, she just loved her wine. <laughs> she did. She always had wine. I think it's whenever cuz she was the mom and finding Dory, right? I think that that's what she was promoting. Yes. Does it say if Martin Short was like acting like himself? Because it is funny because he's based off of a real wedding planner. It doesn't say specifically for him because uh, he doesn't sound like that. Like we both know this, but he doesn't. That's not really him. So I doubt they meant him. Steve must have been talking about everyone except him. He didn't make a note to say that, but. I will say, uh, so this wedding planner, Kevin Lee, who Steve Martin's based off of, did tell Bravo that he captured my character so well and I was overwhelmed and that he was very happy with it. Was Kevin Lee from the original movie? So Kevin Lee is the wedding planner in real life that they based Based Martin Based the original movie off of. Yeah. Got it. So it says that Kevin Lee, his clients have included, imagine planning these weddings, Jennifer Aniston. Kate Hudson, Drew Barrymore, Lisa Vanderpump, Brad Pitt, and Kim Kardashian. Wow. Good for him. 
and there's a great character based off in off of him in a great movie. Um, now we mentioned that Kieran Culkin is in this movie. He plays Annie's younger brother, so Steve Martin's youngest son. His name is Maddie, Maddie Banks, um. and this was his first speaking role. He's obviously huge now. He's on Succession, which is like an amazing show. But at the time, he was probably just Macaulay Culkin's brother. Honestly. Um, so this was his first speaking role where he played Maddie Banks and he was nine years old at the time. I really love Maddie in this movie. Like he's he's really, really cute. Obviously, the movie surrounds his older sister, but there's a lot of really sweet moments with him, too. Like, I thought he did a really great job. Filming days were also apparently really long for this movie. Yeah. It worked like 16 hour days. I have heard that some sets try to really just shove it in so that the actual month long process isn't as long as it has to be. I guess so. Um, But Kimberly Williams said that it's so hard to keep your energy up when you've got 16 hour days back to back and that it was the hardest thing then because she got very sick at one point and they had to get a hotel room for her next to set so she could sleep and take a break in the middle of it which is pretty intense. I didn't know this. This movie helped Kimberly meet Brad. Oh, really? It says, of course, today, Kimberly is married to country star Brad Paisley, and that is all thanks to Father of the Bride. She explained to Good Housekeeping, great magazine, that he had recently been through a breakup when he saw Father of the Bride Part 2 and realized while watching that that she was his dream woman. (gasps) Oh, It's like you and Sean White. Me and Sean White. (laughs) It is just like me and Sean White. He said, I thought she seems like a great girl, smart and funny, and all those things are hard to find. Brad invited Kimberly to star in his music video, and the rest is history. History. That is really sweet. Wait, which music video was was she in? She starred in Brad's music video called I'm Gonna Miss Her. That's a great song. No, you haven't seen the video? I guess I probably have like forever ago. I'm going to miss her. That's how it goes. (laughs) (laughs) There's really just nothing better than Frank, though. He's just like the best character ever. And he almost didn't go sign on for the second one. Which is insane because there is such a funny scene in the second one where him and Nina and Annie are like doing like a workout video in the like living room of their house. It is iconic. And I can't imagine not having that in my life. Yeah. Martin Short said that he decided to do it after reading the script for the second one and that he did soften the accent a little bit. So I mean, I now I want to go back and watch to see how different the accents are. Oh my God. It's it. There are like the scene with the like, he says Valsnik. Like sometimes you literally have no idea what he says. And that's part of the joke. Yeah. Steve Martin. Steve Martin is like, my daughter is getting married to this guy. I barely know. Weddings are a lot of money. Who is this wedding planner? Why are we paying him all this money? Yada, yada. And then Martin Short's character comes in as Frank and he is talking actual gibberish. And it's so funny because George Banks is like the only one who can't understand him. Uh-huh. And the, the girls are just like, We'll we'll explain it to you later. But he's just like the only one that can't just can't get it. Yeah. He said in the sequel, no one at any point says, what did he say? Because we've done that. So I softened the accent a little bit without losing the character. And he said he was hesitant to sign on originally. He said only because it seemed like the character was such an extreme spice in the first one. And it kind of had 
had and it kind of had been successful and you didn't want to taint it with an appearance. Mm. His assistant, who was played by B.D. Wong named Howard. Howard's also exceptional. Frank and Howard are just like a dynamic duo. I wish they did my wedding. It's not too late for, I mean. We have to just find another way <laughs> to like do a wedding and have Martin Short. It could still happen. Yeah, I honestly think that's fine. Don't give up hope. We do often like to throw in Rotten Tomato scores. Ooh, okay. I'm going to guess that this one got an, and I have not looked. I'm going to guess it got an 88. You're guessing. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. I want to make sure this is the right, the right father of the bride. Hold on. Okay. 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 You guessed 88. I guessed 88. You're close. It did pretty well. It got a 70%. Not high enough for us. I know it's not high enough, but honestly, from what we've seen from every (laughs) other movie we've talked about, that most are usually less than 50% when they deserve a hundred. So we'll take it. We'll take this as a win. I know. No, this is definitely a win. I mean, the movie is great. It drew in $15 million when it debuted. It grossed $89.3 million in the United States and Canada and $40 million internationally for a worldwide gross of $129 million. That's really great. (laughs) And it still holds up. If you haven't seen it, it absolutely still holds up. It is just, I think it's a Nancy Myers movie. They are the most feel-good Oh, yeah. The soundtracks like the oh, it's just so good. You're going to you can't go wrong. No, you can't go wrong. The soundtracks are also not they're not necessarily like a popular artist on it, but it's just the like 90s background music. Mm -hmm. People know what that is. If they're They're nostalgic lovers like us, you know what that is. So Father of the Bride, as we said, there was a second one that was made in 1995. So a couple years later, and this got a 52%. On I do agree that it's not as good as the first one, but to drop it to a 53. I know it's, it's not as good sequels. It's always hard to be a sequel. It's I feel like it's not often that the sequel does as well. Yeah. And this one you has know. two babies on the way. I know. I know there's honestly a lot going on in this one in this movie just when george he he's just getting used to annie being married she announces that she's pregnant i mean he just these are all great things mm-hmm. but he, george banks gets very overwhelmed very very quickly um and that immediately of course makes him a grandfather and he is shaken by hearing the news of this new milestone George has to process even more surprising news that his wife, Nina, is also pregnant. So Annie, his daughter, is pregnant and George's wife, Nina, is pregnant. That's a great scene, like watching. It's just Steve Martin's incredible and watching his face change when he kind of reacts to that. Uh huh. And you might be wondering where Frank fits into this. So when you have a baby, most people have a baby shower. You know, so he's really just overwhelmed by all of this. He gets help from Frank, who very conveniently has moved from planning weddings to baby showers. I mean, could it be more perfect? Who would have thunk? Um, so that one is also great. It has the same kind of tone to it where instead of the first movie where George is kind of panicking over his daughter getting married. 
now it's like, oh my God, my daughter's having a baby and my wife's having uh, a yeah. baby. There's like, like, there's just a lot of great scenes in it. And if you love family movies or if you're like a dad, I feel like a lot of dads can relate to it. Like there's just a lot of really, really funny scenes and a lot of really touching scenes. Yeah. Um, and, and they were very clear that while there was the father of the bride in 1950 that the original was based off of this one is not based off of the sequel called father's little dividend from 1951 and if you want to watch either of these it says that the first one is available on hbo max and father of the ride part two is available on tbs's website oh i'm so glad that they're somewhere yeah i'm really glad you can find them go watch them if you haven't seen them you're only gonna leave it feeling good there's just that that's it and you have to experience martin short as frank everybody has to it's the most incredible thing ever. It's just hilarious. go watch it. Just go watch it. And then whenever you're done watching it, open up your social media accounts and go give us some follows. We're on Instagram and Twitter at BTGB Podcast. We are on Facebook and TikTok at Back to the Best, youtube.com slash Back to the Best. And of course, our website, www.btgbpodcast.com. Yes, go give us some love. And if you want to leave us a little review, we would love it. You could send us like a message if you want. And mm -hmm. we we do have one quick thing. We only accept five stars. Yeah. Yeah, it's like not our choice. We don't know if it's like a glitch on the website or whatever, but you just, you have to leave five. That would be amazing. Thank you so much in advance. Yes. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you are a new listener and you've made it this far, thank you so much. We're so happy that you're here. We post every Thursday. Yes, every Thursday, but not next Thursday <laughs> because mm -hmm, we mm -hmm. have things going on. Grace is flying to see family and my family's flying to see me. Family is family. And when family is around, you just have to, you have to put them first. That's if we take anything from father of the bride and father of the bride part two, it's that family's most important. But because of that, that means that our next episode will be in September as we start fall. to just get into fall. <laughs> David's going to start the episode wrapped in like a scarf with a pumpkin behind him and then a pumpkin spice something by him. I can't wait to see. I've seen two reports. One says the pumpkin spice at Starbucks comes out the 19th. One says the 31st. I don't know which to believe. I hope it's the 19th and I hope that this week I'll have Oh, it's of August. Yeah. Wow. Oh my God. You have to post Summer's about it. Done. <laughs> Please put it on our story if you do end up getting oh, it. Oh, I will. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys in two weeks. So just yes. tune in then. Yes. Where we are going to keep taking you back to the best. Bye bye. Bye bye. How would Frank say bye? <laughs> bye bye. I don't even know. Bye bye. No. Um, you keep doing that. Good goodbye. Mm -hmm. Bye. Sure. You can't really say bye in his accent. Ta-ta! <laughs> <laughs>